Welcome into the Fairweather Podcast, where we discuss all things San Diego Loyal Soccer Club. The Fairweather Podcast is brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network and sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. Hey! Hey! Yo! Oh, wow. What a yeah. different intro. No, no hype, no hype air horn today. Oh, damn. Man. There was some improvement, I guess. All right, Sword. then fine. Okay. There's that one. <laughs> I'll do that one instead. That's we'll do awesome. that one instead. How's how are you doing? doing? Good, good. Good. Yeah. Chris, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good, man. I just, uh, you know, I was in El Paso over the weekend and oh, uh, right. had a little, had some interesting adventures there. And uh, I'm back in New Mexico. Nice. Wow. Out in that West Texas town of El Paso. That's did it. You fall in love with, did you fall in love with a Mexican girl? You know, no? actually I have, but All right. not there. Not there. Right. Fair, fair. Because <laughs> usually in the, with, if you know how that song ends, it doesn't turn out well, so... Good for you. Right. Yeah. Good for you. Where's it? How are you? I'm well, thank you. Uh doing good. I'm not so happy about the loyal match, but um there's a lot of things to be happy about. We'll hey, we have about like, that. We have like 30 more games to go. We can can't lose them all, right? No. Oh, we can. I don't think we will. Teams have lost their matches before. All of them. Yeah. I, I do want to remind folks that. We played one. probably the the most successful team in the East. Uh, I think they lost four of six the last two years to start out their season, uh, and that's Louisville City. Uh, so, like, we're not, we're not. I'm still, like I said, I'm still holding out hope. Like, mm-hmm. it's right now, make the playoffs. If you make the playoffs, it doesn't matter how many games you lost at the beginning of the season, because it means you're finishing up the year well and heading into the playoffs in the r- correct fashion. Um, in a hopefully a winning streak because I mean we didn't start out the year last year very well either I mean so I guess we're continuing on the trend of just late bloomers I guess (laughs) late bloomers Um, I mean there's going to be probably a slight little overreaction to this episode but uh, we're going to try and keep it as we're going to try and keep it as level headed as possible we're gonna try to keep it on brand, or should we say right. rebrand? <laughs> what are we, Columbus? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh, Damn. is that a low blow? I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think someone pointed out like the USL does rebranding a lot better than most other professional sports. Like Phoenix rebranded and then started Arizona winning. Arizona United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the coma from. Seattle Sounders 2 to Tacoma Defiance was a great rebrand. The crest looks fantastic. It actually does um, look pretty sick with the octopus tentacles coming out. It's pretty sick. Right, right. Charleston did a slight rebrand and got like a little bit cleaner of a look. You know, that was nice. Blue uh, City so, did a rebrand and it sucked. And then they like, immediately were like, whoops, my bad. We're going to go back to the original one. Or not even the original <laughs> one. We're going to go back one. So it was like the new old, yeah, FC Tulsa, Harry. Great, great shout there, too. Like a really clean rebrand. From their so, Houston Oilers logo. <laughs> right? So I think it's like if MLS wants to look at a better league for rebranding, just like look at USL. There's tons of teams who have done it right. Uh, that, that rebrand was a little bit rough. 
Um, and not so much like the logo itself, just the re- elimination of the crew from like their main brand, I think is what is. So it's like, I've seen like save the crew again. Like, yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. I mean, uh, I thought that they would have dropped the Columbus because of, you know, you know, Columbus in this country isn't really like, you know, I mean that name, but I mean, of course yeah. the city is a different thing, but I mean, I right. saw what they were kind of trying to do. They were trying to ultimately make the, outline of the crest kind of symbolic to like the flag there um but i just think that that was like crazy you know what i mean it was like okay i kind of get what you're trying to do but you know like the rest of the c just kind of wasn't it for me i was like okay this is you're gonna think about like the cleveland baseball team when you see this c not really but then also like you know from a logo standpoint like the top part of it the C was like squared. It, it should have maybe filled in the corners. And then the mention of Columbus, like the C on that Columbus isn't even the same C in the crest. So it was like, dude, you guys failed. Yeah. It, it look, I don't know if it was like the rendering on my app or something, but it looked like it was like jagged on like some of the edges. And I was like, I know they didn't like do this properly. I was like, um, this is bad. This maybe is bad. Is that maybe a there period were, in a corner? Like, what the hell was that? Maybe there are a lot of more set fans who wanted a little jagged little pill there. <laughs> That's a callback for some of the older we, folks. We are showing our age. The red yeah. one or the blue one? <laughs> yeah. So I was at I was at a dealership in Carlsbad, and we were jamming out to all the tunes. And my wife turns to me and goes, "You realize this this means we're old, right?" I was like, "Why? What? What does this mean?" They're like, "You are enjoying the music that they're playing." in the dealership over the radio because that's like the safe thing to play and it was like my jam i went they were playing like crisscross crisscross will make you jump jump and i was like this is my jam in elementary school man i am here for this did you rock the backwards jeans alan tell me you did please tell me you you rock cross colors too right i did uh, i did wear the backwards jeans for halloween uh, but I did not. I did not blackface. So like, I okay. just, oh, 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 you're safe, right? I, well, I one knew of them where my, was light, lighter skin. So I knew where okay. my limits were, and it was just. And tell, let me tell you, going to the bathroom that day was an adventure. I'm like, wait, I uh, this is all right. No urinal for me today. Or I'm just, I'm just gonna be like that little kid hanging there with the pants down by the ankles, holding up the shirt. Um, <laughs> Damn. There you go. Really, put a, could you put really a, dig a picture up of this? I need to find this. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think there were pictures of this. But it was like I think I had like like a baseball like jersey that I wore backwards with the pants backwards. Sweet. That was like the probably the coolest I think I could ever have been, or like yeah. in my in my mind, like yeah. I mean, okay, you know, we, just, I have an assignment for next week. We need to find our retro pictures of us and just got, be like throwback some. throwback okay. day on the pod so. i like that i like that you know because you know the one person in the comments that i know that's got fly pictures like that is one carson aborio <laughs> merc. merc that guy has got it he's got the throwback pictures yeah. let's get him to let's get him to send us up too <sighs> mine are all going to be like high shorts really tall socks with a stripe that's, with like that's a totally in right angels now. hat right it's like, totally I, in right it's now in, dog you could do it <laughs> with like the puffy baseball hat like the front part's puffy like they're like giveaway no. bust Give out the yes. windbreakers those starter oh, jackets wow. <laughs> well, memory lane up in here right what are y'all, what are y'all drinking i am drinking um Slim Chance from Second Chance. 
Oh, because you, you, you themed out the podcast. Huh? You were like, let me drink a depressing Watermelon drink. mint heart seltzer. Dude, you just, you look went custom. color, though, dude. Mm. Seriously. Yeah, look at that. And my nails? That word mark. Fuck yeah. Okay, that's sorry. like a, that's a <laughs> seltzer, yeah. Yeah, I got it's it at Second it. Chance last week. I am also drinking a Second Chance, but I, this is a beer, Fistful of Gummies, a fruited sour. I think I had this last time, too. Nice. That's just a nice, it's a nice refreshing. I literally you, just got home, so. I've, I've so got yeah, the, uh, I've got the Brown L from uh, Second Street Brewing in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Shout out to Tom Lutzia. Uh, he would definitely uh, love that I'm drinking his We're brew. all drinking second stuff on the second loss of loyal yeah what is Damn. going on here who Not just planned. named the podcast you did <sighs> do we can we just like forget well, actually we can't forget that no. last week last time happened because I, I do think there, there are some there were a few more silver linings this time brew agrees yes uh silver linings this match so uh San Diego, sorry, I should do this the right way. RGV won San Diego Loyal nil. Uh, a record-breaking goal uh, in the. For those of you who didn't know, um, the oldest person to score a goal in the USL uh, yes. in the 87th minute. Uh, does anyone know who he unseated for the oldest goal scorer in USL history? Dan Kelly? No. That's not right. Nope. Damn. Anybody? Anybody? I know Harry probably knows this. Yeah, we'll give him a few seconds. He probably won't see it right away, but um, he has to yeah. has to look up how to spell his first name. <laughs> That's probably not true. Um, it's a huge clue, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's there's an er, but it's not pronounced that way. Um, mm. I believe the oldest person to score in the USL was Didier Drogba for Phoenix Rising mm. uh, was the previous record holder. And I think if uh, Landon Donovan took the field and scored, I don't think he would set that record. Uh, so just no. putting that out there. Uh, LD could still come back out of retirement for the fifth time, lace up those boots, and <laughs> go score a goal for San Diego Loyal. Um, and we can't get uh, Rubio Rubin. Okay, I got it. I'm gonna play myself. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a freaking goal that was! Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, on the volley, off of like off of his chest on the volley, like that's just stupid. Like, those things should not be happening. Yeah, uh, Vincente Sanchez is 41, born 6th of December 1979. So, yeah, if Landon no. Donovan laced him up and scored a goal for Loyal this year, he would not set the score. The, the, record for oldest goal scorer in the usl uh so yeah um that goal not great goal um defense fell asleep um yeah i mean a defense that was like drastically improved from yeah from the previous week like yarrow did not seem nearly as lost he felt like he was uh very integrated into this or more integrated in the system felt a little bit comfortable and maybe some of that's just rgv isn't as good as phoenix you know here's what i'm gonna say do you, you ever play air hockey yes do you know how when you're playing air hockey and you're like really on point and you're like hitting the puck and it's sitting on the walls and you keep getting the rebounds and the person you're playing is like 
yo, can I get a chance? That's what it's like. And then you know how you let the the puck just kind of goes in on yourself and you score on yourself? That's kind of like the, oh, we fell asleep. We were playing really good the whole match, and somehow we weren't. Yeah, I don't think that ever has happened to me. I'm the guy who's going, yo, give me a chance. Uh, <laughs> unless I'm playing like my nephew, and then the tables are turned. Oh, you've been um, bullied all your life, haven't you? <laughs> I'm a musician. I'm a musician. I have an older brother. Like, I mean, come on. Like, yeah, I I would get mad at him when he didn't let me win, or when he, sorry, when he let me win, because I'm like, why'd you let me win? And then he would just beat me. And I'm like, why'd you beat me? It's a no win situation for him. <laughs> just yeah. like let me for for punishment. Uh, yeah. So fifty one percent of possession. Although that's possession. To, I think possession is a pretty worthless stat, but you can argue otherwise. Uh, Eleven to seven shots. Three both both teams three on target. Uh, they blocked a bunch of shots, which, you know, that just gives you an idea that, um, you know, we're putting some balls uh, on target. Mm-hmm. There were a couple, like, really dynamite chances. Like, their mm-hmm. keeper was for sure keeping him in that game. Probably, you know, outside of the old guy scoring a goal, you know, their their keeper probably. Yeah, he's 41. He's old. Hey, um, watch it there. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm still forty, so I'm just I'm good. <laughs> I mean, if I'm scoring a header like that, if, <laughs> if I'm Shut scoring it. a header like that on on and when I'm forty one, I will be ecstatic. Yeah. But yeah, their their keeper for sure, man of the match for them for mm-hmm. sure. Like some several really nice opportunities, um, high quality chances, uh, just not going in. Um, ready to pa- press the panic button on any of these players yet? Or are we still kind of letting them learn the system? Still uh, letting them learn the system. I mean, let's let's, 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 let's preface this. I mean, how how do you rate the preseason based on what you've seen in two matches? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, how how did you feel the preseason went? We don't know. Really. I mean, they said it went well, but I don't have any evidence to uh, support that claim as far as learning the system. Um, well, and they played two 45-minute matches to start, right? Then they did a 90-minute. How many 90-minute ones did they do? I'm just saying, like, the time on the pitch. I mean, of course, they're only going at, what, like 75%, so it's not like it's super genuine. They're not playing for anything either. And their yeah. competition wasn't like they were playing like an MLS team all the time or something. So, and I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, you you would hope that the coaching staff has a good idea of what has gone well and what doesn't go well in, um, in preseason. But I mean. There's clearly some some connectivity issues. Like Jack Blake hasn't quite figured out where what role he's playing yet, um, and I want to kind of equate that to uh, a little bit of Colin Martin last year. I think Colin Martin was a guy that you can tell that there was talent there, and you can tell that there was something going to click eventually. It just took him a little while to get going, uh, and maybe that's the case with Jack Blake. Uh, but I felt he hasn't really been that guy that you would think he was. Same thing with Corey Herzog. Um, 
it just felt like we were kind of lacking pace. There was no one like stretching the defense and putting speed pressure on the defense um, consistently. Like I felt like what analogy do I want to use here? So when I used to cheat at playing FIFA, I would put like my speed at 50 and my opponent's speed at 48. So like when you're like one-on-one in the goal, you can like just blow by the guy and be like in on goal and be like, yes, I won nine to nil. I'm never playing you in FIFA ever. I mean, this was, yeah. He did say used to, so. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do this against like people. I would do this against like the computer when I wanted to like feel good about myself. Once a um, cheater, always a cheater. Sometimes, yeah. And so you know, you you know, you cut some corners because it's a video game. Why would you? Why would you play fair on a video game? Like I don't ever play the hardest setting. Because why might, would you? I don't know. Have to represent fair pod and actually play, and not just simulate. Oh, I just no. <laughs> I I tried that like once, and it was terrible. I did not. I did not lose all of my matches. I won a couple and drew a couple, but mm-hmm. I did not lose all my matches um it just felt like we were like a step slow and i don't know if that's something you can fix hmm. i mean two different types of teams right i mean rgv continues their stint they're two and oh and you know it's crazy because i mean maybe it's not like they have any more chemistry than than any other team right now everyone's still trying to figure out their thing i mean rgv was late to the preseason game they didn't play as many matches you know so what do they do i mean you know like are they i mean obviously the two goals they've had one was a deflection right and the other one was a well-placed header so you know tip your hat okay you guys got something but i mean through the match i mean it it seemed like San Diego was like very dominant, you know. I mean, but again, this is a newfound RGB team that's got independence, and you know they're trying to get back to their 2016 ways, and you know they proved to to do that by winning two in a row. How yeah, much do you think um, the play is reflective that they're on the road and having to travel right now because? They don't get to adjust to not just home crowds, but um, just being in the same time zone in their own beds. Like, I don't want to make excuses for them because they're professionals. But does do you think that factors into anything like ment- mentally? I don't think it's wearing on them after two matches yet. I mean, take a club like New Mexico; they played all their matches on the road last year. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure it definitely hit them after four or five or hey let's just see after this next one if we're gonna you know mm-hmm. it's like the kid asking hey now can i now can i and you're like you know you have to keep as a parent telling them, no no not yet not yet you know mm-hmm. when it's really gonna be never but you just you know it's like a, a false sense of hope um i just think that you know it's probably rough like okay they started last year they played what their first match was at home right yep and yeah. then, you know, from there they went, uh, what they go up to Tacoma was the second one, right? That's correct. Yes. So, I mean, I don't know how much of it really kind of comes down to playing their first two, like, on the road as much. But I think that they played two different types of teams. They played a team that is really, like, up front in your face, Phoenix, right? Mm-hmm. And then they played RGV where... 
they probably didn't really have any footage on this team because it's brand new. So they probably were throwing pasta at the wall, trying to figure out if things would work. And it was kind of a trial thing. I mean, yeah, they could have looked at the New Mexico United footage and and that's probably, I'm sure, what they did, right? Because that's good preparation skills for this team. But, you know, they're still trying to figure out their own stuff too. And, you know... Maybe they overplayed themselves. Maybe they maybe they beat themselves in this in this situation. You know? Yeah, the form the formation was super interesting because it looked kind of like four at the back with Metcalf playing slightly higher, but not getting nearly high enough on the pitch as normal. Like Martin was essentially like a winger, almost like he was really dangerous in the box. So clearly he was like with Zizzo, Yarrow, and TV at the back. You kind of had that back three with Metcalf floating up a little bit higher. Um, I think there's some problematic, like if you look at some of the average positioning, like on the USL website, like the furthest forward guy in the starting 11 is Guido. Like Herzog's average position was the halfway line. Like that's not where you want your striker to be. Like your striker's average position should not be at the halfway line. So he's having to drop back further either to accept some balls I mean, and then Guido's like definitely stepping up into like a more forward position because of that. But if you, between those two players, if you were like, which one's going to be playing further back, you want Guido further back. You want Herzog in dangerous areas. And he got there. Mm -hmm. There was a couple times like the first Elijah Martin where he tried to curl it wide or curl it to the far post. Um, He might have been able to play Herzog through, but that's like a tough pass. So maybe not. Um, but I think, you know, Martin played a really interesting role and one that, you know, he might be able to fit himself in as that left winger role. Um, even if we go back to that kind of three, five, two is maybe you'd put Elijah Martin in, in that kind of, in that midfield role instead of that back. And then you have that Salzizo playing that Elijah Martin role from last year. So Salzizo, you mean? Zizo, and they're <laughs> like life, life aquatic, RGV style. Um, that, that announcing was horrendous. Yeah. Oh, and Guido, Guido is the other one. Guido, yeah, Keto Guido. <laughs> is he Vinny from Jersey Shore or something? <laughs> Jesus, I was like, he's not Guido. Come on, this guy is killing me. I'm like, the guy, your partner is pronouncing the names correctly, and you still can't get it right. <laughs> He's right next to you, dude. What the hell? <laughs> Are um, they next to each other? Yeah, it's open I mean, over there. Oh, okay. I thought yeah, were... I was like, what the hell? This guy, like, you know, I have to listen to this guy's like, sell Ziza. I'm like, bro, he's like right next to you. Like, <laughs> like listen to your partner, dude. You guys isn't practice like, this shit. Isn't that like a medic medication, Zizol? Probably is. Causes causes depression and makes you want to like and all that. Yeah, all makes you want to jump off the ledge. Yeah, this like I really want to take that. Oh yeah, motion. Oh, oh, that one was good too. He was like Moshabaya. I'm like, bro, your friend just said Moshabani right next to you. How did you? How did you drop the letters in a matter of seconds? Like, he didn't even. He stopped even wanting to talk about him after a while. He's like. To yeah, me. To, me. Like to... to me. Yeah. 
He's like, Moshe Bayan. I'm like, come on, dude. <laughs> this guy's fired. I was trying to, tw- I was going to tweet the guy like, yo, it's wrong. But you can only tweet certain people like Landon Southwick. You could tweet him while he's pronouncing stuff and he'll go, oh, I just got a text from some friends in New Mexico. Yeah. I've been saying it wrong. And it's like, hey, I need everyone's phone number. I, I think I did that. Was it San Antonio? They were mispronouncing a couple of Orange County players' names. I was like, by the way. And then, like, after halftime, they, like, corrected it. So, clearly, someone knew um, or someone was paying attention. But, I, you know, maybe it was the guy. One guy had the uh, pronunciation guide, and the other guy was just like, I'm going to listen to him, and whatever he says, I'm going to, like, telephone it. And, you know, Moshe yeah. Mami or whatever. Zizow. He was like, Moshe Mami. Zizow. Zizow. Was like, Zizow. Zizow. like Spice Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Moshe Bayi. It was, he, <laughs> I'm sure he did a few others that way, but it was just like, it was off. I was like, if you guys don't know, listening, like USL uh, typos is like a real thing. Like calling, I think it was calling Martin was a typo. Um, yeah, there, some of them are real. On that. They don't even show, did you know that RGV didn't even show, they don't even show the lineup formations anymore? It's like, no. they used to do that last year, right? They would show, the line information and then the thing with usl would be like you know they have the per- the, the team in a 442 but they're, they're really in a, a a 352 because somehow they thought that was standard or it says player number one here or like they didn't finish editing or something i'm like come on guys like you want people to take you seriously yeah with all that jj abram lens flare all up in the and all up in the video and yeah, so <laughs> keep an eye out because it happens all the time. Uh, like they don't put player names in for substitution. It just says insert player name, insert player name. Yeah, they're, they're, like USL <laughs> typos, they are freaking classic because it happens all of the time. Um, and I've heard people call Orange Soccer Club Orange, South Carolina. Um, yeah, wow. Orange County, South Carolina. Yeah. It's some of the stuff's bad, and you just gotta like laugh and go with it. And when your team isn't putting the points in the back of the net, is you're already kind of frustrated with that. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, broadcasters cut, cutting jokes, cracking weird puns, you know, or just mispronouncing things, just really bad. And it's like, bro, maybe you ought to stop and ask your partner, like, because I'm pretty sure he just said it correctly. I'm not gonna lie. I usually watch most of the games with the sound off. Mm. So you're like, like that Buffalo Wild Wing mode is what you're talking about. I just find that sometimes I can concentrate a little bit better when I know I have to pay attention, right? If the sound's on, mm-hmm. I let my mind wander from time to time because I'm like, right. oh, they'll just tell me oh, when there's right a goal. There. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They'll tell me. I'll be like, nah, 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 nah. And I was like, oh, I got to pay attention. But like, if I, I have the sound their... off, I know I got to pay attention. I always love their interesting tidbits. They'd be like, oh, you know, Sal Zizo, he... He really likes Caprizi salad or something like I heard it on a podcast once or you know just some <laughs> craziness. Like, well, we should like tweet them with random facts that we know because they've been on our podcast, and then maybe they'll just give us just shouts or just start sending them random stuff that isn't true yeah. just so that we can laugh at them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, once ate a whole chicken. Uh, yeah, so I mean, there's clearly some things that we're trying to work out: uh, different formation, different setup. Um, I thought that, you know, Elijah Martin looked dangerous, which is great for him. I think he put himself in a lot of really good positions 
couple shots on goal. Like I said, I think Josh Yarrow looked a lot more comfortable. Better. He made yeah. a couple good plays. Jack Metcalf made a couple good like tackles, like stand up tackles. Uh, and I love those because you don't lose your positioning. Kind of put your mm-hmm. foot in, take the ball away, uh, and you can transition. Uh, like I said, I think Jack Blake is kind of still learning kind of where his role is in this team. And I mean, maybe we're using him in the wrong spot. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, but I'm not sure where to use him instead. Like, are we, should we just go to like a 4 4 2 and change things up? Maybe a 4 4 2 diamond. And, but, you know, you, then you're dropping Elijah Martin. Like, I've, this is well, this is, I think, what I said last time is, I think we're struggling with all of the pieces we have, putting them into the best place for them. And we're kind of figuring out who's going to be in the best place in all of these positions. I mean, he um, changed the formation between matches like that. Like, that's really, I mean, I mean, I guess you could be proactive that way, but like, I don't know if you want to do that sometimes. Like, okay, like, you got one hole in the ceiling and you got one like on the side. So you're like quickly, like already trying to address it by changing up your whole system like that. Like what, what are you going to see in the next match? Like back to the three, back to the four. Like, I don't know if you want to do that. I think you just maybe want to do a couple of personnel changes first to figure out if you can still run the system you had with just like your better people. And maybe it was like, let's try this out against RGV. I think we have the, the guys who are good enough to, uh, put together a win. We'll try out this formation. We'll see if this works. And to be frank, like I thought a lot of it worked. We just didn't score. Like except I, they just weren't re- really reactive. Like no one, no one had that get after it when it came to that how that goal was scored. Mm-hmm. They like let that kind of it just kind of transpired. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, I think, and then giving up that goal, I think, was unfortunate. I think, I, I think, right before the goal, I was like, "Hey, uh, it's disappointing to get a draw here, uh, but it's you know, it's not the end of the world." And then they scored, and it's like, "Well, that, this game is definitely a disappointment." I think this is one where you wanted to walk out with three. Uh, getting one is like not the end of the world. It's didn't uh, getting one point would have felt a little bit like a loss. Um, but yeah, it just feels like the guys are still in preseason gear right. and haven't quite run up to full form. Uh, I see Jerry commented a bit more heart from all of the guys. Yeah, I think it seems like there's parts of the team that are really going for it, and I think there's other parts of the team that maybe aren't quite clicking yet. Like I think Guido is still trying to do a little too much. I think he's trying to find his way into the game is maybe uh, trying to overperform uh, mm-hmm. instead of trusting some of his teammates. Um, but, I mean, look at some of these ratings and they are not great um, as far as their performances. Like, they did not think um, Elijah Martin did well, which is crazy to me. Uh, Jack Blake didn't do so well. I, I just think that yeah, yeah I think uh, Sofa score. Okay. Um. Yeah, and some of it is, I think, a little bit of desire, and that comes from the defending. Like, they're falling asleep and letting a goal go in. It's like, I think I think it's before we started recording with Marissa, like, you know, even a team like Tacoma, like we saw this with against Los Dos when they played. Like, Los Dos 
was up 1-0 and gave up a goal in like the six minutes of stoppage time. If you fall asleep for a minute against any of these teams and you're nil-nil, they can mm-hmm. put one behind the net into the net, and now you're losing to a team that you probably shouldn't lose to. But yeah. I will remind you, I did tell you that weird things happen in RGV and that this wasn't a, like a walkover match. So going in, we were already warned that weird things happen in RGV. And maybe RGV is a better team than we all thought they were. Yeah, I mean, they Um, play El Paso this week. We'll see what happens there. They are who they they thought they were, whatever it is. (laughs) You know that statement. And I I think this is where we are with the league in general is Mm -hmm. no one really knows a lot of, like, we know who the the good teams are. We know Mm -hmm. who some of the bad teams are. But a lot of these middle-of-the-road teams Mm – we don't know anything about how well they're going to perform. And so it's like, we are looking, it's like, are we better than uh, Oakland? Probably. Are we better than Tacoma? We should be right. Are we better than some of these teams? Yes. But But her face, right? (laughs) Like we don't really know. Like is LA, is LA good or not? Like they lose to Sacramento. They kick the crap out of Vegas. And then they draw to Tacoma. So, like, what? who is that team? What is that team? Like, mm-hmm. Las Vegas got, like, 80,000 loanies right before the game. Who? What's Vegas going to look like when we play them? So I think that there's a lot of, like, doubt <clears throat> out, out there. And before we push that panic button, um, I, I think let's get a couple games in. Let's see where all the – see the bigger picture, and then we can start saying – we should definitely beat this team. We should definitely not. Like, this is going to be a tough game. Jerry brings well, up a good so. good point, um, just saying, you know, do we keep the starting 11 or change things up? He's really liking Ben Spencer as a sub, though. I mean, honestly, like, I thought when Ben Spencer came on this this last match, I thought he was going to be the one to probably get that that goal in there. Um, honestly, I, I want to sound – I guess I'm just going to sound like I sound, but like, I guess it's just, I think that, (laughs) I think that Ben Spencer is going to move into being in the starting 11 because I think that, you know, he, he is a guy that can come in and kind of change some things up. I mean, you definitely, you'd saw that if you've watched him when he was with FC Tucson, you saw that if you watched him with, with Phoenix, he, you know, if he gets a chance, he's going to come in there and kind of show the juice. So, um, I think that it's going to be good to tweak personnel a little bit personally because how many matches do you need to go through where you're changing the formation and not the personnel? And meanwhile, maybe the formation was fine. It's the personnel that you need to be changing and figuring out like what the other looks are because to only get experimentative when you're like later in a match or something of that rather, whether you're down or you're not down or you're, you're not, and nothing's been working for 60 minutes. It's like you need to, you know, try something else up top first and see, like, okay, maybe it's it was the roster. And then if it is, then I think you can go back with the systems with the right people in play. Yeah, I enjoy Ben Spencer as a sub. I think I don't think Ben Spencer is a 90-minute striker. I don't think Ben Spencer is like a 60-minute striker. I think Ben Spencer is a great guy to put in to kind of mix things up where if you need a goal, you're going to give the team a different look and make them defend differently. Um, or if you're like, hey, we're going to, um, you know, it's, it's a tie game. 
They've been defending pretty well, but we need a little bit of extra height. Uh, I'd like bringing Ben Spencer off of the bench to m- mix it up, right? If you give the same look the whole game, you substitute same for same, and you're in a tight match, they're going to keep defending you the same way, and you're not going to get a ton there. Um, but I, I'm not opposed to experimenting with some of these. Like, you know, if you're going to put maybe drop Herzog back and make him more of a 10 than a striker, and you put Herzog and Guido kind of at like double eights or double tens behind your striker um, and and have Ben Spencer up top with Guido and uh, Herzog kind of feeding him. Um, that might be a decent look. Um, but I, I, and then your midfield, you know, if you have those three guys kind of in that triangle up top, then maybe you put that Elijah Martin and, um, on one side to kind of give you that defensive opportunity. Um, and then you have, I mean, I don't, I don't love Jack Blake at like a right wing. I just don't see him doing well there. And that's, I think this is the problem is I think we have pieces that don't quite fit together. Um, yeah. Thanks, Jerry. I literally just got home from work. All right. This is one of my work shirts. That looks like you went to the club, Alan. Club. <laughs> Alan in a club. Yeah. I might eat a club sandwich. Oh, shit. um, Yeah, I do agree. I think Ben Spencer off the bench is a nice look. Yeah. Um, I I like Toomey a lot as far as what he offers as as the same thing that kind of, uh, (laughs) thank you, Uh, as kind of a a change up as well. I thought that was kind of an interesting change. Uh, Yeah, Jack Blake, I'm just not quite sold on him yet. And maybe it's just we haven't found the spot for him yet, like where he's comfortable. It just doesn't look comfortable. He'll get there, though. I mean, you know, he'll get there. I mean, he's too talented not to. Yeah. Uh, What do we think is going to happen in Tacoma besides a soccer game or a football (laughs) game, depending on beer specials and taco night? Is it a Tuesday? Mm -hmm. Thursday. Oh, dang. You get to come on a, t- on a Thursday. Three up Friday. I mean, Herzog, Jackson, Blake. I mean, maybe, but I I mean, that's what <laughs> they try. They, if they put, I mean, that's essentially what they did last game, except for um, it was Elijah Martin instead of Jackson. I don't hate that either, but. But maybe that allows Blake to like drift inside, uh, and then you can pull um, Jack Metcalf up in kind of like an overlap, and Jack Blake can be kind of a tucked in winger. I don't think he's inverted because I, I mean, you could be half joking, but it's, I mean, it's kind of what they did last match. Um, uh oh, I'm not sure how likely it is now. Two balls and a mic. Uh, said Tony said that there was a game he was looking forward to finally see Loyal use him as a punching bag. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe Vegas is the only punching bag in the Pacific. I don't know if Tacoma is necessarily a punching bag right now. Uh, they weren't the last time we played them. Um, I think there's some experimenting to do with personnel in a couple different setups, but I think eventually you're going to have to choose like two or three different looks that you're going to use over the course of the season and kind of stick with those looks uh, and kind of 
pick and choose who fits in each of those roles. And like I said last year, we saw Colin Martin kind of find his way into the into the lineup um, as things kind of evolved around him, and he felt I felt that he really grew into the team. Um, the same thing with how um, oh, I can't think of his name. Yellow card. It's yellow cards. My mind's blanking. Yellow cards. Yellow cards. Defender. Uh, Our guy? Yes. Oh, why can't I think of his name? What's, Hold on. Uh, Stoneman. I thought Stoneman, Stoneman really kind of grew into that role over the course of the season as well. I thought he started out really strong. And I thought he got stronger. So I think there's some opportunities to grow into this. Um, and I think Tacoma might be a good... Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, uh, Tacoma might be a good... Another good chance to try some stuff out. Um, again, you're on the road. If you're going to draw on the road, I think you're okay. Uh, you'd ideally want three points, though. So what do we what do we think? Our what? official predictions. Go for it, Marissa. Two one, loyal. Two one. Mm-hmm. Mm. And we're getting goals from um, Metcalf and Herzog. Okay. Mm, she's like even put the name on it. Mm-hmm. Well, Alan, you can go next. <laughs> I like that. Strict, <sighs> purely guesses, but you know, I'm yeah, trying to yeah. be positive here, and we yeah, I mean, we can't we need to give out that po- positive energy, and we need a win on on our on our. I want to go one nil. I think we get a clean sheet. Mm. Um. And I think um, uh, I think Toomey might get get like a late goal. Oh, nice! Like a nice little super sub moment for him. I can see that happening for him. Write this down. Write it down, Chris. Oh man, you and your club shirt. That thing is dope. It's like it's like purple lavender cheetah or something like that. Just it's got some sort of a vibe to it. It's maroon. And it's stretchy, so like it makes me feel all right when it I'm matches chubby. his mic. Leave him alone. It's, it's even heathered. Um, so let's go. <laughs> what did you say is gonna get a goal? Did you say me? You said to me, to me, Mosho Bay, Mosho Bonnie, Moshai, Moshai, Mosh with my Mosh, Mosh with my bay, to me, Mosh with my bay. That's funny. Mosh with my bay. I like that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. One nil as well. I'm gonna say Ben Spencer scores it. Um, we got to get these three points now, yeah. only because if we would have gotten at least a point from each of the other two on the road, you know what I mean? It would have been okay to have come away with something. But now at this point, you're not really afforded that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll be happy out. with your guys's predictions. I don't care. It's I just want three points because. Uh, I mean, I don't wanna, yeah, I want to. Yeah. I my goal is to go into the home opener with. The, I mean, you're only going to get three points two. out of three matches, so it's like you're missing out on six. But at this point, you can at least walk away and think that you got a draw from each of the road matches, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that would put San Diego one point behind Los Dos uh, after three matches, which is not a bad place to be. I mean, it's Los, when you Los start losing past that. 
Yeah, I think once you start dropping points at home is where you start getting a little bit worried. Um, mm. I mean, 32 matches, 16 points on the road, um, and 16 times 3 is 30, 40. 48. He's not a math teacher. <laughs> I was working through it. Uh, Where you do Common Core? I just carry the one. (laughs) Three times ten is thirty, and then six times three is forty-eight. And then add them together is forty-eight plus sixteen. That's fifty-eight. Sixty-four. There you go. And sixty-four points is probably going to get you to the playoffs. So (laughs) if you're math with skittles, okay. If you're getting most of your math is hard, especially right now. Uh, if you're getting three points at home mm. most of the time and one point on the road most of the time, you're probably a playoff team in the USL. Like, so I would like to see mo- a few more road points, but again, uh, I would be concerned when we start dropping home points. I mean, you're pro. I mean, let's be real. Right now, the way the team's playing, you're probably dropping at least one game to Phoenix. The way the teams are looking right now, like Phoenix looks mm-hmm. great right now. That doesn't mean we don't figure something out and they might drop off a little bit. But right now, Phoenix, seven goals, uh, scored one goal against, uh, although they played us in Oakland. Um, They're going to keep running up the score as much as they can, too. Yep, yep. They're going to keep running their mouths, too. Anyways, that's another Probably true. Answer.com. I mean. (laughs) Don't go there. I don't know what that really goes to. Okay. Um, man, don't go to uh, I did not get that website. Uh, but I mean, if you're thinking like you're comparing yourself against who you think might be fighting for that third and fourth spot, if you're only a point behind LA Galaxy, you're probably fine. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what Sacramento does, it'll be interesting to see what Phoenix looks like against Tampa Bay, uh, coming Oof. up. Uh, yeah. but I think this Tacoma match it might be uh, kind of what it was last year where it maybe writes the ship a little bit. Uh, and gets the team in a position mm-hmm. to move forward. Uh, and then hopefully August doesn't happen again. Um, but again, like I said last week, I I trust the coaching staff at this point that uh, they're going to figure some stuff out. And we definitely have a little bit longer of a season this year than we did last year where you know every three points was devastating. Um, this one was definitely disappointing. Um, so kind of the first disappointing loss of the season. Uh, and so let's see how the team recovers and performs Thursday against Tacoma. Um, watch parties are probably happening. Uh, that's Thursday. Uh, I will try to make one of them. I have a Uh-oh, union meeting. He's getting out at the club. I have, a, I have a union meeting that day. So um, Model service. I, will, I will try to get out because the five o'clock Model kickoff. <laughs> Bottle service, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I do not want to spend $400 on a bottle of Grey Goose vodka. Thank you very much. <laughs> no day drinking and get bottles, and it's cheaper. Right? That's what old people do. Right? Can't I would wait, rather sit on my guys. I'd rather sit on my couch in PJs drinking a <laughs> $30 bottle of vodka. And pretending it's expensive. Yeah, I like that. Yes. And I have like LED lights that change colors so I can pretend like I'm in Duck Club. And, Duck Club. Uh, I got a record oh, you, player so oh, I can you got pretend. changing colors, huh? I can pretend mm-hmm. there's a DJ there. Like, I mean. Right. I hear, I hear it like this. It's like this. Watch. It goes, Alan's in the house. 
Give it up for Alan Underwood. Look at my I'll put on. I'll put on put on like Mozart. That's what the that's what the cool kids listen to in the club, right? Well, I have a strobe light. Cool. A little Wolfgang's giving Alan Caesars. Wolfie A Mozart. My favorite rapper that. of all time. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Never never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, watch anyway. parties are out there. I'm definitely gonna try to make it out to the, this one. Cool. I have failed the last two because I was engaged in other activities, uh, mostly <laughs> mostly union union unionism. That's what um, they call it these days. Oh hey, heard y'all going five full, in the full afternoon Monty in June, right? Full Monty in June. You guys are going 100. percent Yes. Breakaway pants. <laughs> yeah. No one. People will be paying me to keep my clothes on. I think. I'm like, mm, put that back on. Okay, I'll give you a fiver to put those back on, please. Can I get you like a shawl to wear too? Here, oh, here's man. a moomoo. Here's a We'll just cover it all up in one go. Trench coat. Uh, hey. Bam. 100% Anyways. in June. Full Monty. Wow. Wow, okay. wow, wow. This is We got crazy. off the rails. This is the after show before the after show. This this is the after show before the after show. Um hey well let's let's let me just on a positive note. Yes. There was no goal chant because there was no goal kicks. Could you imagine that? There was no goal oh, kicks wow. by San Diego. What? Um I am right? There was no goal kicks. Oh Jerry. Oh, just tagged you in a photo on Twitter. Uh, if you guys are not watching our live show and you're listening to us, um, yeah, we get live inter- interaction. So thank you, Jerry, for that. That's, uh, we really appreciate that. Yeah, if you're listening, you want to get on this show so you can see it too. <laughs> that that pretty much sum that look pretty much sums up how I feel about you the RGB see it, Chris. It's hilarious. My phone is in the other room, so oh, okay. I, I oh, man. don't get to see it until. Wish I could share it. Oh, I purple, think I could share I it. Think you share it. Share it. Yeah, purple I lavender can. cheetah is like one of those like name generator things on Facebook. Like and what must be ordered? It's like purple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. yeah that was very good. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a retweet on there. That might be that's... my profile. If things do not go well on Thursday, this is definitely gonna be my profile pic. So thank you, Jerry. <laughs> I love every minute of it. Love Man, every that's minute too of it. good. <laughs> oh lordy! Oh dang! We could have pulled up the the retro pictures too. I guess we're gonna have to do that next. Dude, week. this is good. I might have to make that my profile picture too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. I'm not ver- I'm not verified, so you know it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> this is. I just want to like put this out like the wins and the losses are one thing like the thing that i've missed a lot that i've gotten a chance to like re reinsert myself into wink uh is just like the banter and the laugh <laughs> and the community and i i missed that a lot and that's it, really that's really what this has been about like reconnecting with a community that like we started out things were have been great meeting new people, the new folks getting involved. Um, I miss that camaraderie around loyal 
more than I missed like the actual play on the pitch and mm-hmm. like to have that feeling coming back again. Uh, it just, it makes everything worthwhile and it makes yeah. losing to RGV like way less painful. Like we can, we can bant about it and we can be sad about it, but yeah. we know that we're going to enjoy each other and we're going to share beers or seltzers, seltzers or water if you don't drink. Uh, and I really do miss this and I'm glad that it's back and I'm glad that that community and that family, as Jerry has pointed out, um, it, it just, it, it makes it all worthwhile. So um, that's going to be my little, little piece of love there here at the end. So sweet. That's very nice. Yeah. So poetic. I think that's the best way to end this. Um, we're at 52 minutes right now. I know we're supposed to talk more about the division, but uh, where we'll can we find people, you? We'll tell people what time it is in their, in their cars. They're listening right now. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's Marissa, true. where can we find you on the, you in, the internet? You can find me on hashtag Marissa on Instagram or Twitter. How about uh, you, Chris? You can find me at Purple Lavender Cheetah. And I'm just playing. You can you can find me at by Chris. <laughs> you can find me at by Chris Walker on Instagram and Twitter. And I might you, let you, I might let you in on Instagram if you're cool or purple. Uh, Where can we find you, Alan? You can find me at Underwood Forty Eight. Uh, on the Twitter machines. Oh wait, you can, sorry, you can I put find the wrong name. Purple Lavender Cheetah. It's too long for Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> hashtag Purple Lavender Cheetah. Um, <laughs> you can find me handing out unsolicited, probably slightly a holy advice to other podcasts about their logos as well on in IRL. Uh, I love you two balls, and that's where you can find me on the internet. <laughs> wow. Well, well, that that was fun, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Um, stay tuned to our twitters to find out when we're going to go live because we try to change it up, you know, based and on always, our busy schedules and all that. Hashtag purple lavender cheated, no matter what you do. <laughs> all right, go oil. This and every episode is brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network. You can find other podcasts on bgn.fm. The Fairweather Podcast is also sponsored by Roughneck Scarves, the official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com.